All right, everybody. Welcome to uh, episode four of the Baby Friday podcast. How you doing today, Drew? Baby Friday back in the house. Oh, doing good, man. It's been a pretty good week. Excited for tonight's show. Let's get it on, man. Yeah, our guest tonight's going to be Michael Pretty. Um, he's a comedian out of Dallas, Texas, originally from El Paso, Texas. I actually went to school with him, played football with him. So um, I'm not really surprised he's a comedian now because uh, if you listen to his CD, that's pretty much how he was in high school and I'm sure in college as well. Uh, you know what, man? Uh, I remember when you guys played football together, man, and just seeing him in pictures and everything. You see him and you're like, oh, that dude looks serious. But I bet you he's the one cutting up in class the most. Like, he's the one does all this work, gets straight A's, but gives the teacher the most problems besides the grades. Yeah, because he's not going to take shit from any of them. So, uh, yeah, like, he's going to pass the class. That ain't the issue. No. He's just going to sit there and he's run gonna do it his way. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? Uh, he even, you know, had it out with Coach Shaw. Yeah. Coach Shaw thought he was a little too pretty, a little too metro to be, you know, our left tackle. Um, <laughs> but you know that people come in different flavors, and you know, um, I think what's his name Bennett should actually uh, send this guy a check every week. Mart- Martellus Bennett from the NFL. Yeah, you know how he's kind of like. I don't yeah, know, they, since he's already, but he's artsy, you know, and they give him shit for it, basically. Yeah, you know, which is kind of sad, man. I guess you could be a pretty guy and still serve pancakes to motherfuckers as a left tackle, right? I'm excited to have him on, though, man. Uh, talking to him a little bit earlier before the show started. and Funny guy, man. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, speaking of funny, um, like I said, I, I did check out, I obviously checked out his uh, CD, Pretty good, um, but the story, it starts out a little, I don't know, a little dark. Um, the first time, I guess, or the last time he did stand up here, he had a problem. He was at his church, so we're going to ask him about that. Here locally in El Paso? Huh? What's that? Here, here locally in El Paso? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, from dark days come bright mornings, I guess. You know, you just got to get past the clouds. Yeah, sometimes you're going to hit rock bottom. Um, what are you going to do? You know, sometimes you just need a check, man. And whether, how you view it, I mean, it, that whole idea is fucked up, I guess. You know, it's not a good way to look at it. But sometimes you need that check in your life, and man, from that you grow. I mean, this dude seems to have grown pretty well, man. Yeah, I guess you really have no choice from there. Either you, you know pull up your balls and, and go or cower. So I know, I know he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. Even if the balls are sensitive, you still got to pull them up and uh, grab your bootstraps and go. Right? Yeah. And he talks about them in, in great detail <laughs> to start it off. Um, I think I'm going to play a couple of clips from it just in case you guys haven't heard it. Oh yeah. That would, that would be great. Actually give everybody a little sample of uh, some of his comedy before we get him on the show, man. Yeah, so nobody in the chat yet. Yeah, Thanks for abandoning us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're doing this show for you guys, essentially. I mean, it's for us, but it's for you. Uh, hopefully people are going to hit the chat up, but if not, it's all right. All right, man, so hit me up with what was going on this week. I know you're on Twitter a lot, so you basically have the pulse of society. Um, what did you see this week that was... Uh, 
Uh, you know uh, what? You know what? Probably the biggest thing that's going on this week is the NFL making their uh, ruling on the news. Yeah, see, and I don't, I don't want to talk about those assholes. Um, I don't know. I don't, don't want to give them no shine. No, I'm like done with that shit, man. Um, Goodell, uh, yeah, Goodell's man. from the he's from the Trump University. Like he's the same fucking guy. Right. It's seven. It's seven heads of the same dragon. And a lot of people don't realize that. The little penis so, dragon. Get so, yeah, but they get so busy hitting one of the heads, and the other head comes behind them and kills them. True. It's all part of the same system. You just got to learn that the rich people that are old and set in their ways, they're going to be the ones that fight it the worst, man. But change is coming, right? There's no way to stop it. Either you go with the flow or you get lost in the tide. That's what they say, right? Well, I mean, that's just kind of how it's coming across, man. I mean, the whole idea is just kind of messed up, you know. There, people forget what Cap was protesting. That's pretty much all I ever want to focus on whenever I talk about this subject. People want to focus on the disrespect for the flag or not protesting while you're at work. But for me, the whole idea is, is I remember what Kaepernick took a kneel for. Uh-huh. And it was because the Oakland Police Department was using young people of color in Oakland as fucking target practice. Yep. And he said, man, here I am, this fucking rich dude who gets paid millions of dollars to play a game, which people complain about all the time. They say, oh, those fucking athletes, they make millions to play a kid's game. And then they get one who turns around and uses the platform to try and create a positive change. And they want to dog on that, too. Like, wait a minute. Weren't you saying that they fucking get paid millions and do nothing about it? And here you got this guy stepping up, and he's martyred himself. Like I don't think that dude's ever gonna play another game in our life. Yeah, but he'll be take, he's gonna be uh, a legend. Oh, legend, bro! And I love I love respect. saying that so that it bothers certain people. Uh, what, what were the guys from the '68 uh, Olympics? Tommy John. And oh yeah, the, Bob Beeman. The, you know they give the Beeman from the, UTEP. Um, the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, like, the fist. Yeah, man, and it's like. What do you expect them to do, you know? Like, do you expect them to bite the hand that feeds them? Do you expect them to try and buck the system completely? No, man, but you got to at least cheer the fact that they're doing something. Like, how many professional athletes, movie stars, musicians, people in all sorts of positions of power that they do nothing, man? And at least this guy was like, hey, man, now... I get it. Like, he wore the socks with the little uh, pig police on them. Yeah, but that's the fucking truth. <laughs> oh, it, be it the truth. So sick of people fucking defending him, the bootlickers. You know, and see, I get it, and that's the truth. But I could understand where that presentation of the truth could rub some people the wrong way. I get that. Okay. But for me, it's like, okay, so maybe he should have picked and chose his battle and not worn them. But at the same time, I fully support what he's doing, so fuck it. He wore them, fuck you. If you um, like I'll wear them too. I'll wear them too. And it's not even so much that I don't think that we should be police. No, we need right? cops. We do. Yeah, dude, but like, there's fucking dudes But it needs to right be there. revamped. Oh, big time. They need to come in with some... You need some... to take out all the racial bias, all the financial bias. Well, you bias. can't... Here's the thing. Racial bias will always exist. And that's just the, like, part of being yeah, human. The, the brain... And it's not just racial. There's just... Sounds. You know, there's people that well, they're, that's the they're afraid of fucking snakes and they've never, like, never even really seen one. Seen yeah, one. yeah, same shit for me. Like, I'm not big on tarantulas, but, I mean, how many times have I actually been... And they can't do shit to you. I should be more scared of a car. I fucking ran. Yeah, they can't do shit to you. Yeah, exactly. or, or more scared of the liquor you drink, you know? Yeah, exactly, right? 
Oh, this fucking cigarette is great. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> well, I picked those two samples, um, and I'll play. I'll play that later, probably to go out. All right, awesome. Thanks, Jay. For once, you're for once. I'm louder than you, man. Hey, you know what? That's good, though, man. At least uh, we got you got, got your... somebody with a technical ear. Yeah, exactly. Money. Thanks, Jay. Shout out to Jay, man. Yeah, and Jay Jay Furman. He's he's one of our SoundCloud guys. He'll uh, he'll be on with us shortly. Really talented guy out of Minnesota. Sample goon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know what? Every time I look at his profile, I just it's like if I'm leaving in the movie Nacho Libre, bro. Because wow. you know, he's, <laughs> he's got the rest All of the wrestling shit. Yeah. So many of the samples. You know, I, love I, it. I love it. I think the dude's dope. I, I really like your shit, Jay. So um, we'll, have, we'll be having you on soon. Uh, so what else? What else happened this week? Anything in music? Uh, you know what? Everybody's just still been talking about the Childish Gambino thing. Hmm. Uh, and the video that he made. And it's good, man. You know, like that's the kind of shit. People want to talk about certain issues and skirt things, but like, good man, when you have that platform, speak about it, and at least he's doing something with it, right? Like, you could just be some kind of rapper or rock musician and fucking go about making your money, and they make a lot of money, okay? And we've already discussed how much hard work has to go into making music, so you respect them for that. But man, you got this huge platform, and it's to what? Pick your fucking nose and watch what's going on in life? Nah, man. You know, but. Uh, Biggie's birthday just passed. That was another thing in music, man. Everybody giving a lot of respect to Biggie. Sorry, my daughter's texting me. If you want to just take over, sir. Uh, no problem, man. Uh, I'm just trying to think what else was going on in music this I'm, week. Because I'm, you're like my, you're like my ears and my eyes. Because uh, you know, I haven't been watching TV. Definitely haven't been watching sports. Um, I really just been working hard at trying to build something that you know that that could be that we could be proud of basically yeah that we could stand on right uh i guess the only thing really you know and i'm i'm not on the same level as you but i'm I'm headed in that direction i know right now you're like at zero tv and i've gone from being like 99 percent tv to maybe down to about good 38 percent well that that so and a little bit of the sports and haven't touched my PS4. I mean, oh, that's that's something that I trip out on because uh, you know I don't play video games, and it used to be that if we were both at a impasse or a wall where I couldn't write good lyrics or you haven't been making a hobby, we're just chill. Hey, let's play a video game, and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to play. You're gonna kill me. You're gonna fucking just demolish me. Nah, let's just play. And I don't even see the fucking thing in here, bro. It's not even hooked up in the studio no more. So. Kind of crazy, man, how you disconnected. But I guess shout out to Gary V because that is one thing you still watch at least. Well, and I remember, I, I remember seeing just countless millionaires or people that are successful, and how they mention they don't watch TV, they don't, they don't have time for that shit. And I'm, I guess, uh, I guess I'm growing up because I feel the same way. I told, uh, I told my son Antonio I was gonna sell the PS4. Did he cry? He had a shit attack. Yeah, he was a little hurt. Um, but hopefully I won't have to sell it. I think I'll be able to... Yeah, but let, poor guy. I wouldn't want you to have to sell it. Man. That's, like a, that's like a kid's nightmare. He's like, cool, Dad. I'm glad you're on that heart attack diet where you're only allowed to eat kale and drink water. I don't want a fucking bit of it until I'm older than 29. You can't make me eat the same shit that you're having to eat right now. Right. 
I don't want just lentils and rice. Lentils are good, though. Oh, no, they are. But I'm just saying when you're only eating that, it's kind of like, eh. Well, it's ironically, a- I've, uh, I don't eat meat. Uh, like, I think I probably cut 90% out of the steak and meat that I eat. Um, I eat a lot of peanuts now. My, my wife thinks that I'm going to get sick because of it. I'm like, I think you can eat those till you, like, forever. Well, yeah, the, the proteins in them are complex for yeah, your yeah, body. of course. It makes your body work to digest. That used to be, like, the main course back in the day. And then another thing, that probably the only thing that you would have to make sure that you supplement is, the, like, the fruits, like the citrus, because you don't want to fucking become a limey bastard, right? From I people. might, I might. <laughs> it's a pirate thing when you've been Depends on what day you ask me. <laughs> Mike's almost ready to come on, man. We're pretty close to having that dude on, huh? Yeah, about nine more minutes. I just text him now, let him know, stand by. Uh, he, knowing him, he probably had to go to the bathroom and get all pretty. <laughs> right, nobody's even going to see him, but he's uh, doing a blowout on his hair, getting everything set up, ready to go. Uh, once again, want to give a shout-out to Jay. Thank you for being in the chat room with us tonight, man. Hope to have you on soon. Where's your favorite DJ? Uh, you know what, man? He might be at basketball practice today. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he'll catch us, he'll catch us later. Uh, star. I want to give him a shout out because he's been promoting our stuff this week. Um, not sure when we're bringing him on as DJ, but it's going to be pretty soon. I, I'm going to try to get him on next week, honestly. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. With the new setup, the way that we're getting everything set up now, it might be a big possibility to have that. That's something I really would enjoy, too, to have him spin us in live and out of our breaks and stuff like that. You know, I just want the audience to know that our main idea is that we're growing with you guys. You guys are going to get to watch us grow. And, you know, week to week, we're going to improve and have better shows. Uh, the content's always going to be great. Honest truth. Welcome to our world, Baby Friday. Yeah, well, will admit, uh, I had a little too much whiskey before last week's show. So I probably sound a little bit slower slurred. But that was sort of the MO when we created this was, you know, it's Baby Friday. So we're going to. Just act like, you're, you know, if the mics aren't here and um, you know, do what we want. Yeah, imagine that uh, you got a babysitter for the kids. <laughs> you bring <laughs> the weekend in, right? Oh, right. uh, you know what? It's Memorial Day weekend, man. So I hope everybody is going to have a safe weekend. Whatever you do, don't drink and drive, man. Uh, besides getting in trouble with the law, you know, you could cost somebody else their life as well as your own. Just make sure to keep it safe out there, but enjoy yourselves. Party it up. Remember what it's about, man. You're making a memorial for the for the life that happens around you. Yeah, for sure, Jay. Um, that's definitely on the on the horizon. Uh, I have a lot of plans regarding that actually, because I want to do like virtual ciphers. So I'm setting. Uh, I'm gonna set up like a room, um, the kind that I use at work. They're basically like virtual classrooms. Um, and we'll be able to have webcams, uh, and I just think if we ciphered in there, you know, I think that, like you said, sky's the limit. Um, and I got other plans too. I just don't want to divulge those right now. I think it's sensitive right now. I mean, uh, definitely, you know what? I, I honestly see it even extending beyond just the rappers battling each other, but just the fact that, you know, producers could get play on their beats live. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have, it's going to be me, Jay, KRM. Um, definitely got to get Vigilante in there. Vigi Beats is going hard right now. Yeah. 
yeah, whoever's whoever's really going hard as as I told people, I don't listen as much as I should, but that's when I'm in the creative mode, I don't like to get any ideas from anybody, so yeah, you know, that's probably one of the easiest things to do in music is to emulate and steal. Yeah, totally. And, you know, like in hip-hop, it's kind of, well, I mean, it is frowned upon. You know, but like in rock music and early R&B and doo-wop and stuff, you know, since pe- different people own the rights to music other than just the musicians, you'd see a lot of cover songs, you know, people covering other well, shit, they songs. still do that. Yeah, they still do it in, in that hip-hop. Or, or, or people sound. rapping over industry beats. I hate that. Right. I really do. I mean, if it's a hot beat, okay, we'll do it. But yeah, like maybe it's because I'm a producer and I want them to use mine instead. I think. Yeah, well, see, for me as a rapper, man, like people have always hit me up like that. I've, I've known many different MCs as I've gone through my growth as an MC. That our friends of mine, hey man, I got this dude. He could set us up with some beats. Go and hear the beats, and it's like, well, dude, that's fucking. Jay-Z, 99 Problems, Beat, and this Biggie Beat, and cool, he's got one of his own, but I ain't rapping on another shit. Like, how in the fuck am I supposed to take a Nas song and be hotter? And I don't give a fuck. You know, I've heard some badass freestyles, some badass raps over industry beats, but at the same time, that still don't change the love that I have for that hot-ass track. You know, like, that fucking track was hot. How are you going to kill it? Like... I'm sorry, there's just no way. You're telling me that I could take Big L, Ebonics, and rap it better than he could? No. That dude was nasty. Oh, great. Legend. You know, uh, that's another thing I saw on Twitter. Uh, they were talking about, uh, I think it was XXL Magazine or whatever, but they asked the question, what MC should we put on the dollar bill? And so my mm. comment was like, fuck what MC should we put on the dollar bill? If we're going to do that, like what musician should we put on all the money? Like, the dollar bill could be Tupac, the 10, Biggie, the 5 could be Keith Moon from the fucking Who, you know? Like, we're going to cover the money. Like, whoever's from America and you're, you want to be on the American money, well, I, and my comment was that we could just do with the greats of hip-hop that have died. Jay but all on one, one bill, though? No, no, not on one oh, bill. okay, just like different one, bills. The 1 would be the Pac, the 5 would be the Biggie. No, the you, give, you give Tupac the $2 bill. Okay, perfect. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, like... That, that was my idea. Like, why have it just the $1 bill? Like, if we're going to do a hip-hop money series, let's do all the bills. You know, like, Big L gets a bill. Big Pun gets a bill. Should Left Eye and Aaliyah get a bill? Left right? Eye, you think so? Man, shit. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm not a TLC fan. I'm not yeah. into that kind of music, but got to respect yeah. it, bro. They were moving units, bro. Still to this day, if they could put out a TLC album today. No, I like that fight. I did. I, I, well, I liked uh, Chili was my favorite. I like, I like I'm Dark. Well, it's funny because I'm dark, like young, skinny, and, and Haitian. I, I guess uh, the short hair was a thing. For well, me. you know what? Let me. We're gonna we're gonna play a song real quick, and then we're gonna bring our guest in. Um, again, Sorry. Mike Mike Pretty. So, just go ahead and uh, vibe to this, and then uh, we'll be back with our guest. Thank you. Ain't too many kids bang with us. Straight up, we no angel 
Patch. Alright, folks. Thanks for uh, listening to my shameful promotion. Well, you can do that when you have your own station. Like this is basically what it is. Um, again, we got to take the positives out of the future, and this is one of them. Uh, I remember, you know, as a kid, I, like I said, I would mix with two tape decks that had two two decks basically. So I had four. It was like having four turntables, and I would rig it so that I could mix into the. You know, that's my mom didn't want to give me a mixer, so. I uh, I rigged her stuff. Yeah, yeah. My poor mother. She's uh, the victim of all of of where I'm at right now. Shout out to everybody's mom for putting up with all the shit that the kids put them through. All right, the world goes on. All right, so I'm gonna play a quick clip of of our guest, and then I'm gonna bring him on. Uh, Again, I I know this cat real well. Um, I think he was practicing his act on us. Um. So since high school, this dude's been... Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. And he was a left tackle, so everybody look at him like, why are you even talking? You're supposed to just be serious. Yeah, why are you talking? You're just supposed to like pancake people and go back to the huddle and yes, coach. He was the complete opposite. To me, he was was the Muhammad Ali of the Irvin Rockets. And I'm wearing that shirt today. You know, that's probably what made it work so well is that, you know, you can't have... Everybody's serious. There has to be a cut up. Yeah, for sure. Different personalities have to work, you know. Like you said, it was him and him and uh, this other guy named Eddie Montañez. He's a uh, half black, half Puerto Rican, funny as hell too. Oh, so he talks uh, fast. So what would happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what would happen? And he was my height, but he was playing guard, and he was he was a beast. Um, and what happened is that our coach would call all the linemen the big uglies. And these two motherfuckers stood up and were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ain't no, ain't no ugly in here. And, you know, Coach, Coach Shaw didn't like that, as you know. He likes his lineman ugly. All right, well, it's an ugly position, man. Uh, bankless, almost. You know, when you're, I don't, obviously, I can't speak on the pros. Those motherfuckers got money. So when you got money, anything happens. But when you're in high school and the girls are picking and choosing who they want, you know, like, they ain't going up like, hey, man. I heard that you play a uh, right tackle. You're fucking 300 pounds. Well, no, like, some girls do. You're only, you're only 16, turning 17. You're already 315 pounds of blubber. I love you, kid. I love you. No. Not some girls do. No, some girls do. Yeah, they do. But I'm just saying the numbers, you know, you see that that wide receiver walking through the hallways. All the girls are like. Psh. Yeah, it's, a, it's our asses and our legs and shit. Like, I used to get notes on I Monday. It's because you guys could run fast. Or like, shit, if we get in trouble, he could outrun me and leave me behind. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For some reason, fall in love with that shit. All right, folks. Uh, let me play this quick clip. It's only 40 seconds. This is part of uh, Mike Pretty's CD that just came out two weeks ago. It's on iTunes. Um, I put the put the link in in all of our stuff this week so that you could check it out. It's only a dollar ninety nine. I think it was even on sale for ninety nine cents this week. So let's let's listen in on this and then we're gonna bring him in. <laughs> so, but when you've been married, when you've been married fifteen years, sometimes you get tired too, right? We both work and what have you. I can't make this up. One time she came home and she actually said this. I broke Don't it down, touch. and she was like, "Fine, Michael, fine. I will have sex with you." And then she said this, but just don't touch me. I said, so there's a witness in the house. Are you serious? That's one of your family members. <laughs> they taught you that? 
said, now how in the hell are we supposed to have sex if I can't touch you? She said, figure it out. Just don't touch me. <laughs> All right, Mike, we ready for you? If you want to unmute. So how are you doing, Mr. Pretty? Uh, bro, you, you, we, me and you go way back. Um, when I saw that you put that out, I was really, really uh, happy for you. Um, but I do want to know who's that lady laughing in the audience, man. She got that laugh. That's like your aunt that loves you the most. Yeah, that's your aunt from Tennessee, right? She's the one that feeds you the most. Every time she saw you, she gave you the biggest plate. <laughs> oh, word. Good. Shout, Shout out, out to Tennessee. <laughs> I was laughing a lot. So you, yeah, you had the crowd. I mean, besides them, I could hear pretty much everyone else going off. Oh. I know. Oh man, you know what, Mike? I just, from that clip that we heard, I just want to know: Did you ever figure out how to do it without touching her, man? Oh, oh, you know, you you know what? Here, I'll 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 sum it up. You know, you're talking about that you get home, your wife gets home from her day, and you you broke her down, and she told you that you could, but you told her, or that she told you that you couldn't touch her. And you know, I heard him loading up the clip before he plays. So I heard it maybe about five, six times, right? And I'm just trying to figure out: Did you figure out how to have sex without touching your wife? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 man. As long as you figured it out. That's, that was my main question. I kept, man, you know, because he... Go ahead. That That's good. The thing is, you know, he had that clip cut up. And so I've heard him loading it in, getting it ready. So I've heard that clip like about eight times. I'm like, man, I, I need to know. Did he figure it out or not? So, Mike, you went to Irvin, huh? I'm a... I'm a rocket, too. Hell, yeah. Uh, you you know what, man? I, I don't know if you were around when they built Chapin or the or the program that they built there. They got a decent program, you know. They got all the military kids, but I, I think they probably have more of a bigger rivalry with Austin just because of their location. They're a little bit more further towards Central, almost the Fred Wilson area. So they kind of have, and instead of being so much of a Northeast rival, now they call them a Northeast school, but I don't think so. It's just us, Parkland and Andrews still. All right, yeah, yeah. So you were like on the. I would have definitely been at Chapin. Yeah, you yeah, like I get it. Oh, he's from like on the bottom side or on the top side of the fifty-four. 
All right, yeah, so like Atlas, Volcanic, all that. I get it. Yeah, yeah I was going to say uh, we're, not, we're not copying you. I think on your end, because uh, we can hear you loud and clear, but it's not coming through on the speaker, so I'm trying to fix that ASAP. Um, uh, well, I followed the directions, but uh, yeah, I don't see any levels from him either, actually. And we did when we tested, of course. Well, but we are recording him, right? We are, and like I'll be able to put him in after, but I would definitely want to get him in so everybody could hear him. Um, yeah, just so give me just one quick gotta, second, man. We gotta, gotta you know keep what? it moving, Mike, without discussing. And you know what? Because this is my show, um, we're going to play one more song, and then I'm going to fix that so that you know his family can hear him now. Obviously, we want it to work right. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to put another song on, and then we're going to fix that, and we'll be back with Mike Pretty. Thank you. Thanks, bro. The voiceovers, I'm up against the wall, no pushover As I spit the truth, I'm at the steps of the government They got us trapped in hell, a raw view of how my time is spent Guerrilla warfare till the end They've killed off or locked up most of my family and friends Not many of the real left, just a bunch of clones with no soul Do you get the impressions, indoctrinated lessons Got regular people scared to make a move I'm falling out of line, their whole life second guessing they fear to walk the streets, cops control the nights Can't find me in the beats, cause I'm grimy with the heat Homegrown terror got you glued to the seat I've seen the pale horse says I laid in a hospital bed Willie Bowman saw me, tried to leave me for dead Tranquility inside my head, I never read these search They lied to us instead, to separate us from our worth How violent is the birth? Doldrums of the program at the bottom of the barrel Is this the best I am? How much have I left behind? A victim of my own grind A man of principle My breed's a dying kind Refuse to wear the shackles Enforced by police state Misconstrued by society Who heads towards the deaths Forever blindly Accepting of their fates No way to save face The time is coming gone I feel we're too late They want me to dilate, annihilate, fight back, retaliate, breaking down the walls, let my demons demonstrate all the fucking hate that I got damn straight. I'm here to excavate, elevate, elevate. The kid right here is hella great, huh? Sweet, I'ma drop a tape, so fucking good, I'ma collect all that paper. 
Fuck it, go out with my comfort zone on tour. Do shows, hella days, pop sand, sign titties up late. Lurking in the city. I can never show any pity. Nah, so my girl says I'm a dick. I just tell her she's pretty. She tell me I'm too witty. Thug life, what I'm about. Shout out to Pac and fucking Diddy. Dwayne Carter, Eminem. But I only fuck with myself in the end. My thoughts is in my mind, now this ink in the paper glued to my hand. See, I had this grand plan, all figured out, all orchestrated in my head. Time to let it out, full disclosure, hope y'all hear me now. Reality is a bitch, not the red pen, my fucking pen pal. No pen pal, that is out of style, and I'm not a hoarder, huh? Not a file, unorganized and missing for a while. Time spent alone, reflecting on my life. You crush and denial, collecting all my thoughts. We now did the bullshit. I needed review, I needed revision. I was going blind for a minute, almost lost the vision. But it's still clear, and I'm still here. And I'm demanding respect for expected fear. Inspected the game, we've been broke. Now I'm fucking shutting it down. MC, I'm the greatest here, pound for pound. I'm too versatile, I got many styles to step off. Most niggas work my wild. From El Paso to Seattle, G. No longer is common sense, common basic knowledge has been lost and forgotten. How ridiculous that your ignorance is bliss. My intelligence is where I find my happiness. I'm a man of perception, always deep in thoughts. Most of all, y'all full of deception. It ain't what I thought. So I steer it clear, I'm all I fucking got. I'm all I fucking need. I'm all I fucking want. Isolated for years, left to be forgotten. Set free eventually, but that damage had been done. Death by design, going against me's ass nines. I dare you to test good luck. Yeah, one more time. No joke, I will come for your goddamn spine. Now you disabled. My emotions are unstable, and depression is the label. Got drugs, got guns, I've been enabled. I'm the real deal, had no fucking fable. And I'm not talking about that reality cable. No cocaine, no cocaine on my tape. Put it on the mirror. Line that up, fresh bill, rolled up. Now smoke this near. Hey. Potential means nothing, substantial thoughts I'm not discussing Please be quiet, no interruptions If you do, I might start erupting I'm sick and tired of all the corruption High on multiple drugs at one time, I can barely function Think before you speak, don't make assumptions It's all about perception, no need for inception But there is need for but little discretion I'm not worried about the first impression I look happy, but I suffer from depression My thoughts and feelings stay in suppression But who am I kidding and who are you to judge? I used to be impossible but now I'm not one to hold a grudge Only the higher power is the one in control Jumping through the portal I'm not man It's clear I'm immortal I'm the rabbit and the turtle I could jump any hurdle No obstacle can stop me I'm the seventh letter of the alphabet All the time G All the time G You shit get to know me Lyrical minded thug with a different perspective on this life It's hard to understand I get it it's alright Cut off the lights all black can't be seen, never sleep so I don't dream I just create reality All my family asking what is wrong with me They don't get it, I'm a changed man and I don't regret it Never take it back, but let's go way back To these days, others said that I was way whack That I couldn't fit in and I was weird and different Resorted to drugs in my rap career My escape, my place to relax The only thing I ever fucking wanted was my voice on that track
Fuck them, man. My voice on the track. My voice on the track. Alright. 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 That's what I'm saying. You we're back. We're back. Uh, what we're gonna do to rectify this is uh, we're, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna call, call Mike, Mike on his phone. We're gonna, we're gonna switch and up we'll how, patch it how in. we got you programmed, man, and how we got you. For sure. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that for now, man. You can go ahead and Keep do it that low for at least. Uh, so we're just gonna get this figured out. No, I'm good. Just give me like ten seconds. Yeah, he's good. He's guy. He's getting this shit set up, man. But I'm yeah, no, I love that story like, too, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what, probably just Yeah, but turn that. it, but make sure you turn down so that the you volume. don't hear it. Yeah, like your broadcast volume. You don't want to hear yourself coming out of the laptop. I'm going to call you now. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, 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 because you're going to, no, he's going to speak on the phone. Oh, okay, remember? you're, you're going to be on the phone, man. Yeah, so you'll want to take him off. Um, yep, calling you now. 
know, good old Mike, man. Uh, I love that my phone's gonna die too. Good talking to this dude, man. I've seen this picture about a thousand times looking through the yearbooks and shit. Yeah. Number seventy, number seventy-seven. Stalking you, Mike. I, uh, you know what, Mike? You know what it is, man? Is that I was a, a fucking third-rate defensive tackle, man, rotational. <laughs> Barely played it, I barely lettered, man, but I, you know, I loved it, man. I loved being a part of the, the tradition. And, you know, like, uh, Mondo over here is like an older brother to me, you know, so I've seen this fucking yearbook since I was fucking 15, you know, like, oh, cool, man, I love this shit. Funny thing, man, I didn't, I, I'm actually not even, yeah, I'm not even going to lie, I didn't make it to senior picture. I, I well, know that I was trying to get that, and it didn't. You had an attitude a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know what I think it probably was? is just you were already bucking the system. Like, man, you ain't going to tell me how to live. I'm down to do what I need to do, but you ain't going to tell me how to do any of the rest of it. All right, Jay, can you confirm? Can you can you hear Mike now? Mike, check one, two, one, two. Oh. Of course, he's not going to answer, but I, I think you're on now. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even in the chat. I check into the chat and it's hilarious to shit on me. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Okay, we're back. I just muted you. Okay, I can hear the headphone on my neck, but I can hear it coming through the phone. Yeah, turn it down. Okay. Uh, I think we're good now. Cool. All right, yeah, he's just muffled a bit. We can hear him now. We'll get him. Says Jay. Representing uh, Minnesota in the house. Go ahead and talk, Mike. Let's see if we hear you now. My cousin says she hears me now. Okay, good. All right, perfect. Hey, police. Hey, Natalie. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to my man in El Paso. Shout out to Tennessee. Yeah, shout out to Tennessee. Um, all right, Mike. So we were talking about everybody missed that first part, unfortunately, um, but they did hear your snippet. Um, so I, I thought it was funny that you started off with the with the bisectomy um, bit just because uh, I don't know did you like want to get that out of the way and just really fucking break the ice with them? <laughs> no, I, just, I don't know, man. I just I just feel like one, it was a pretty funny situation, right? It's really it's really uncomfortable, and um, I I thought that was one of my funniest sets. Uh, so it's one of the funniest sets that I have. That's what I thought. Well, you, you know, you know what I love about it, Mike, is that your wife introduces you, and then you get on the mic and you're like, "All right," and then you look in the crowd and you're like, uh, "I forget the the pastor's name," but you're like, "Oh, you're the sports preacher," and you you get them all involved, and the next thing you say is, "Well, you know what's pretty sensitive is my balls," and he, uh, that poor dude, must have been like, "Man, I can't believe he used me for this setup." Uh, well, you, you know, I, I can imagine a, a bunch of church mothers, like you say, not just ladies in church, but you're talking mothers, grandmothers. But I mean, it's it's stuff that they're comfortable with. You just had to break the ice, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'd say they were comfortable with it, though. 
Um, but yeah. but he, he got them there. You know what I mean? The the, the laughs you were getting were pretty pretty uh, pretty loud. Um, they were understanding you. You had you had good stage presence. I, I must say. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So when did you like when did you start taking that serious? When did you say you know what man I'm just gonna go ahead and do stand up. about that so do you think that, that that was like the turning point that like um i know you, you probably took a lot of time off after that but i'm sure that that itch was still there and you it sounds like you're the type of wife i have like she would tell me like you know uh shit or get off the pot So would you say that that moment in 07 was uh, was beneficial to you really in the long run? Because, like, I don't know, maybe if you killed it, you wouldn't have worked harder to craft. Because uh, I think a lot of times when we have doubt, it's actually good for us because you really pull from deep down inside, man. Because you, you question yourself and when, you, when it's all said and done and you ask the questions, you end up having the answers for it, you know? feeling yourself at the time basically oh yeah and here's another thing that was crushing to me so we had at the church you know million dollar did you wear did you wear a purple leather suit like Eddie Murphy and Raw or what'd you wear that night <laughs> you, you know it's funny because I always tell Mondo that uh, if he had like a pimp name that it would be Lavender Williams so when you said like uh man Lavender Purple <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I actually did my side purple for you this week, so, you know, I, I got you, dog, I got you. I'm a big Prince fan hey, as well. I thought about you when I, when I, when I, around that same set, I talked about the Navy, 
I heard that part, man. And you know what? To me, that's the funniest part with the with the meat gazer because they really do say that in the Navy. Real talk. Real fucking talk. They they say that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, I believe it. Meat gazer, meat gazer. <laughs> no, nah, I was too busy. I, I didn't have time to, to gaze at meat. I was um, worldwide, international at that point. Um, they they love the Navy everywhere, dog. It's fucking amazing how much, uh, yeah, how much uh, respect they give us. Yeah, yeah. Good times. I, I got to go to Norway, Scotland, Japan. Uh, m- most people don't know this about me, but I found a Russian submarine. I found a Russian submarine that actually sunk the next year doing the same wow. patrol. Yeah, the, the, the curse. There's a movie on it and everything. They basically uh, fucking shot a torpedo and it like imploded them. So, wow. you know, we tried to save, we, we wanted to save them, but of course Russia was like, get the fuck away from our shit. Right. So that, that same submarine that I found is, is no longer in existence. That's top secret, by the way. That's top secret. Oh yeah, no, it was easy, man. It was a, uh, it was a good time. I just, I, there's no way I could do twenty. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Mike? I got a question, man. You got kids. How hard is it to get them to take you serious sometimes? Because you're always cutting. <laughs> I'm referring like, to their mother at that point. Like, fuck you, Dad. You're always joking. When am I supposed to take you serious? I mean, I see that, but I saw the comedian in you, like from fucking freshman football, like always clowning, and he's the tallest, one of the tallest motherfuckers there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen so them all four they, years. They would see him. Pictures. The coaches would see him. He's always like, on the top row. And the, yeah, I got a couple of pictures. One of them, he's like, I don't give a fuck. About, he's like six uh, two at fucking ten years old. <laughs> we're on the J- we're on the JV team. It's me, like, like it's future all district, you know, all city dude. It's me, Yuri, uh, Lopez. And there's a couple other people that, like, we don't want to be there. Like, you can right, tell right, his right, face right. is like, fuck yeah. this shit. Right now. I, I'm about to post that, man, for you. Um, I found it in the, uh, my, mom made, my mom was nice enough to make me uh, a scrapbook. And she gave it to me, I think, awesome. for, like, my 35th birthday, I think that was. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I, I'll, I'll post those pictures so you can see how funny your face looked at that time. Bro, I remember, I remember going to a game. I think it was at Socorro. We were sophomores, and we got to ride with the varsity. Uh huh. And I, I was so bummed out. I was sitting on that, or leaning on a bench or something. I remember Coach Shaw looking over at me, rolling his eyes. And then we had to play the next day. Right, right. I wasn't made to sit on a bench. Michael Freddie was made to play. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I called you the Muhammad Ali of the Urban Rockets. Steaming Ricky Beeman is what you're telling he's me. Fucking, he's fucking, he's related to Muhammad Ali somehow. Beeman, steaming. <laughs> hey, man, you he's know what? that area. Hey, hey, Mike, when Mondo told me, oh, yeah, we're going to have Mike Pretty on. I was like, Mike Pretty, you know, all right. He told me, oh, no, it's just who I play football with. All right, man, let's do it. Oh, man, okay. 
But he tells me, yeah, he calls himself pretty. We, that's how we used to pump each other up back in the day. You know, we were some pretty motherfuckers. I'm looking at him like, yeah, I remember, man. I, I grew up on your block. I know you're a pretty motherfucker, bro. You got to have that, that haircut all nice. I was, I was nice, though. We were pretty. Though. I don't know how to play. And we played pretty. different now like just the whole fucking scene That's way I've heard anybody ever describe well, and it. Not only that, you can actually go online now and arm yourself. Well, you can go in there and you can try. Let's say, let's say that you're Mike Pretty, right, in the high school years. Yep. And you want to yep. try out your material. Like you can actually go to another fucking universe in Twitter and try it out on people you don't know, so that you come come back local and be like, "Yo, what's good? Like I got this material," and, right. and you lay it on them. But back then, I mean, that all you had was. Uh, the people that you saw every fucking day. Right. Now, now you can go to another fucking corner of the universe, literally, and like make a different name, right? Make a different username, and just fucking yep. be somebody else. Try your shit out. It passes, then you come back. And and it, what yep. it is is the kids do that shit every day. Repeat. Right. Repeat. Repeat. It's a lot of pressure. Right. He already has an entourage. Yeah, you bought your own drinks. <laughs> you and your wife. What are you talking about? Oh, you went by yourself. Well, she ain't going until he's successful. <laughs> yeah. Can't take it personal. Yeah, it's it's training. Basically, it's training. It's like it's like you're in Rocky Four. You're in Russia, exactly. and like, yo, I'm gonna I'm do these motherfucking dips right here and get these abs. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, feel, feel, feel training for, for comics. So. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll get it. So you, you said you did a show in L.A., right? Where was that? Where'd you go to Inglewood? Where, where was it? Uh, it was, I think it was downtown L.A. Oh. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. How'd you get, how'd you get that? Like, you just inquired about it, or did you know somebody? Nice. I was on, uh, because, you know, I, I don't know if we talked about this, I wrote a book in 04. Yeah, I've seen um, it. And so, and I, I 
like coaching? Uh, Sexual chocolate there too, because <laughs> that, that's how you, you sounded like Arsenio Hall in the Coming to America when you were uh, when you were oh. talking about the the preacher that was there. You'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, where the hoes at?" Michael, I, I gotta ask you another question, man. You call him Michael. Michael, pretty. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Uh, when did you decide to become a metrosexual? Like, did you <laughs> did you see? I, well, no, no, no. Well, can, you, can you hear me better now? A little bit. Okay. When, when did you decide you were a metrosexual? What? Yeah, like, did you see some hairy guy and were like, I gotta be the opposite of this motherfucker? Like Shalimar? <laughs> Shalimar, yeah. You remember that new dude from Shalimar? That new girl from Shalimar? That's a dude! <laughs> Charlie Murphy, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead, Mike. Like my Corvin. Opposite. Like this motherfucker used to walk in a pregame with a suit on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm, I'm talking like, about I'm talking about the nighty suits that you would wear with creepers, right? Like, right. I, he could he would have come in polka dots, but we missed that by a couple years. You know, yeah, Kwame. Kwame. I, Kwame. I saw his baby. <laughs> no, no, he wanted to be he wanted me to be a hog. He, he, he did not like Yeah, he wanted to make you ugly as fuck. And I, I'm like Coach, it ain't possible, coach. Oh, no, he, like, rewarded us. Trust me, I was a big ugly myself. And, you know, here you go, fat dude. Here's all the rewards you can imagine. He gets double plates in oh, the he cafeteria. Loved you. He loved you like a Dirty. <laughs> You're gonna get dirty, goddammit. Yo, so uh, did you hear about? Co- uh, I heard Coach fell in the shower like eight months ago. I saw. I saw him. He came down. Uh, I want to say about a year and a half ago, and we we met up at um, 
we met up at the bar over on the west side where I used to live. What's it called? Brew. Brew on Mesa, right? Uh, yo, he looked, he, looked, he looked pretty bad. He looked pretty bad. And, like, when I saw him, he was like, uh, I could barely see you and shit. Like, so, after that, he went home. He, he lives in uh, Lake Travis, I think, or somewhere around there with his grandkids and, not, and whatnot. Uh, his son, Greg, was here. Greg Shaw. Uh, said, okay. said his dad's not doing too well And then like after that Like I guess two months later We heard he fell in the shower man So I don't know I don't even know how he's doing right now I know he joined Facebook But I think that's around the time That he fell He fell in the shower Oh wow Yeah he's He's not looking He, he wasn't looking too good When I seen him man He's uh He's old But uh Yeah, yeah so I'm w- wishing the best to Coach Shaw I don't, know, I don't know if he was here for that. Yeah, I don't know if, if he was here for that. I, I, I went. Actually, you know what? I, I think it was know, 11. And he played, we played Jefferson that night, right? And so, you know. Well, no, I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And I, I went with Greg Bowling, actually. Um, okay. So we went. It fucking rained like it's never rained before, dude. And, yeah, it was insane, right? So, but Urban was really bad that year. But uh, Koshaw went in and gave him a. It, I think it's on YouTube, actually. He went in there and gave him a pep speech. They actually came back and won like 17-14 in the rain. It was pretty. It was, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. You know. You know why I didn't make. You know, Kenny Jake. Yeah. I was driving for Kenny Jake that night. He was at our church. Mmm. And I was like, this dude is like our pope. So. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't couldn't miss it. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, you would have, your pretty ass would have hated it. It was raining since like the, yeah, it rained like the first quarter all the way through, man. It was terrible. But he pulled out, he pulled, he pulled out that Shaw Magic and that fucking scrappy ass piece of shit team won, man. Shaw, bro. <laughs> no, dude, if, if, I'm telling you, we went to, uh, my wife and I and my daughter, we went to, went to the homecoming game last year. Yeah. I, I believe they were playing, uh, I want to say like Burgess or something, man, and they got fucking stomped. But I'm looking yeah. in the crowd. I'm telling you, like, the band has like 15 people tops. Wow. And I'm sitting there like tears in my eyes, like, this is bullshit. Like, yeah, this, bullshit, man. Like, I remember, hey, Mike, happened. when you guys played, when you, Mondo, and all you guys played, man, I remember the fucking stadium throwing tortillas weird, in the air. Yeah, it was weird to see. They, they gutted us, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's why Shaw... Yeah, yeah, and that's why he retired. He was actually fighting against it, and uh, yeah, because they they demoted her uh, Irvin to one four A instead of one five A. Well, no, I mean, dude, he knew that his juice was leaving. Yeah, it was done, bro. Uh, he got all the bloody cut out of the. Orange. I, I would have went to Chapin, dude. Where we're at, we would have went to Chapin. That's Chapin there, yeah. Yeah, yeah all the, I like, all the I like military their kids. I, I like their colors better, bro. We would have looked really good in that uniform. <laughs> Cause I didn't like our, I didn't like our colors. I thought I was like, well, what the fuck? We want to have colors of an American flag for? Well, you? well, exactly. Like I, I would have been down with red or blue, but red and blue and white. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, the Patriots were terrible back then. Yeah, right. They still are, man. They cheat. <laughs> they still are. Fuck, you wish. He's a, <laughs> he's a Jets fan, bro. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's your, that's just things a little bit. Hey, hey, Mike. I'm, a, I'm a de facto A and M fan. I remember when the wrecking crew was there when you were when you were there. I think Ooh. that was the defensive line that no, was, was there. The wrecking crew. That was a little bit before him. You had a 
Yeah, that was before him. Yeah, Dak Wynn. Shit, even Ray Mickens uh, fucking shine on that team. And I, and I I saw a lot of Ray Mickens up in the... I lived in Jersey for 10 years. My ex-wife was from there. Uh, okay. And they loved him out there, man. He was uh, He's the one that basically created the nickel corner. Okay. Because he was a beast at a yeah, man. man. Him, him and Aaron Glenn were fucking lockdowns. He's my height, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a little guy. Yeah, I seen him dunk at Arlington. I seen him dark dunk at Arlington Park. In Tristor, I saw him at the gym, and I had on an Urban Rocket. Did he get mad at you? <laughs> Six four ass. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You lazy dog. He, he loaded up another plate on the I'm bar sorry, and was I, like I, clank I clank. Talk, all right, I bro. Mike in the play college football for like two months. Hey, some like, some dudes are just meant for it, bro. When he told me the first time, I was like, I don't believe you. He's like, Nah, I ain't playing. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go to school. I said, Why? Like you see my little five six. Well, ass, you could, like, hey, Mike, you could walk and you're and you got all your brain capacity. Yeah, so. he's smart. I'll give him that. You're smart for making that decision, but uh, like I, that was one of my first dreams was to play at Urban. And ironically, the, the the night that I decided that was their their other undefeated year in '83. My mom took me to a game, and I was like, I'm this little dude, and we're sitting like at the bottom trying to go up, and I'm like, the crowd's going crazy, and I'm like trying to figure out why. So then I saw the football players. Uh, so I look at the football players, and then I look at the crowd. And I did it like three or four yeah. times, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. I was like fucking five, six years old then, dude. So, yeah, yeah that was a... Uh... So when he lost it, I was like, man, come on, bro, come on. It, that se- that senior year was just kind of weird. There was a lot of weird things that went on. Yes, sir. A lot of weird things. Yeah. Man, At all? Yeah. I would have done music. I would have done music instead. No, no, I'm being fucking serious. I'd be like in fucking L.A. right now or in New York with my own studio. Um, cause, yeah, because I, I had, I had a, you remember Miss Kaler? She was, she was a music teacher. She was nutty, but she was, um, like she was teaching me to play piano. And so like I was really into it, but. You know, back then you couldn't really fucking do balls, man. They'd be like, "Yo, nigga, do you do you sing in the choir or do you play football?" Yeah, only right. Bismarck he could play piano. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. Right, right. So yeah, I, I I agree with you on that sentiment. I had six concussions, uh, not all in wow. football. Not all in football. I think three of them were in football. Three out. So like I, you know, I got some some residuals from that. Um, so when I see my son playing, kind of, you know, I'm. I'm split on that, like, and he got a concussion a couple months ago, but not even from football, man. Dude fell wow. off the fell off the monkey bars at school. Wow. So the doctor's like, you you can't do you can't do anything for three months, and I'm like, dude, you get another concussion, like, you just have to move to, to basketball full time. Yeah, and, right. I, and I'm not even gonna be I'm not even gonna be sad about that, man. Hey, Mike, you got any shows coming up? Yeah, when are we going to see you in El Paso, bro? Because I'm, I'm thinking if you if you come down here, it's got to be a big deal. Because um, you, you have to come here and put put the, the 07 thing to rest, right? 
the 07 debacle, you gotta like, yeah, you gotta fix that, bro. Yep. Yeah, man. the opposite end of that like I'm doing like 18 to 20 hour days right now so my wife's like yo um, what's up man and I'm like just let me start this and then like you won't have to work and you can stay right. home all the time so then that got her you know then she kind of came on board then um, you. <laughs> you know what I mean so um, I have I have a, a, a problem trying to separate the two are like just not you know putting putting the keyboard down or putting the MPC down like it's really hard for me right now so like I respect you for having that that type of mindset because I love being a dad but I feel like I feel like I wasted a, a, a few too many years uh, on being a good dad and not really developing you know because I, I you know I went through some depression too I kind of went into a similar thing that you did where I didn't touch music for six months man and if you ask this dude right here, like, he'll tell you, I would just fucking bug him randomly with some fucking, you know, some shitty beat that I would make. Like, hey, man, check this out. Just trying to get him into it. And then I I just, I didn't touch shit for six months, man. I was depressed. And that, yeah. and that was rough. That was rough. But I got out of it. Uh, and so now I'm going full speed ahead. But, like, you made that post earlier on Facebook where that time is gone now. So, like, in the back of my mind... I'm trying to like overcompensate for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm neglecting my my fatherly role sometimes. So yeah. I, I really uh I really give you a shout out for like knowing what's important and being able to balance it um, cuz I'm having problems with doing that right now. Hey, Mike. I'm going to do my part. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm going to put out a quality product. I'm going to send stuff to people. And, um, I talked I talk to somebody the other day about uh, possibly doing something in El Paso. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to give yeah, anything. Yeah, well, keep, me, keep me posted because I already, you know, already told you you got to get some of my tracks on whatever you do next, whether it's you okay. coming out here or, like, I'll make you your own track. You know what I'm saying? There'll be some pretty shit. Yeah, <laughs> Well, you, you know, that's what, I, that's what I was going to say, Mike, is that I'd really like for you to host um, the mixtape. Like, if we were going to have somebody host the mixtape, I'd rather have you host it than he's anybody way else. He's taller than Cat Williams. <laughs> no, it's like, but, yeah, yeah, two and a half, bro, two and a half. Like, oh, but that motherfucker funny, too, though. Like, I'll never give up on Cat Williams. I don't, I don't care what they try to tell us that he's doing. Uh, I, I like that brother a lot. Uh, yeah, and that's the problem. That's when when they when you start to show, and, and and I got your back when this happens to you, 
um, when they start to show how intellectual you like, cause you know, at first like, oh yeah, this motherfucker made me laugh. Well, most people don't like connect that like most people that make you laugh are smart. Right. And that's why they make you laugh because it's it's not you you can't just be funny. You have to be smart, calculated. You know, you know how it goes. Right. It, it's more than just telling a fucking joke. It's everything. Everything is involved in that. But once they find out you a smart brother, they can talk about you uh, being in the hood, uh, being around crack, or going to Africa like they try to say about Dave Chappelle, man. You know, some bullshit. Ah, yeah, you. Whoa, whoa. I'm telling you, you're like you, Muhammad Ali, bro. Yeah, yeah, but you put some makeup on him, man. You're pretty it up. What's that? Yeah, we're gonna make that motherfucker ugly. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're on the fucking, you're on the front page of National Enquirer. All <laughs> right. All right. Right on, dude. So I I look forward to you coming down here. Like when you come out here, bro, I'm definitely gonna be there for that. Um, like I said, you need to demolish El Paso just to get rid of that ghost. And I think at that point, uh, you it really will be skies the limit for you at that point. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate the love, man. Oh, uh, We'll, we'll keep in touch, and um, we definitely like to have you on again, especially right. when, when you start touring or whatever, whenever you're up to at that point. Well, it was great having you on tonight, Mike. Yeah, you're off a little bit tonight. My boy's off a little bit tonight. He's, I think he's on a delay. So yeah, something's on with the mic, but it's all good. No, I'm talking about Drew. He's he's on a delay tonight. Like to me, it sounds like he said that like two minutes after we were talking. <laughs> But, uh, go ahead. Appreciate you, bro. I'm, I'm glad that uh, RKM says I was eating a water burger. Nah, after the show, bro. It was great show, having man, you on, Mike. It was great. My number, my number five. But um, definitely, Mike, we'll link up. I think uh, we should take advantage of us. Uh, like, I, I think it was awesome that we kind of had perfect timing with this. Um, so I'm thinking you and I could link up again um, in more ways than one. I'll probably, um, I think I'm going to put your site on my site. So, yeah, yeah, so we could, uh, you know, we, we probably have fans that, that could like both of us, so try to put that out there. Okay. Um, but I, I look forward to you coming to El Paso, bro. Like, that, I think that show's going to be fire. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm working on it, man. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, I can do something done soon. So, I mean, I got two months as a teacher. See what we can make happen in summer. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Holler, holler me if you need anything, bro. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks, Mike. No. All right, good night, Mike. I'll definitely, uh, I'll, I'll get up with you later, man, for sure. Thanks, bro. All right, Mondo. All right, man. Have a good night. Thank you. All right, you too. Bye. All right, folks, that was uh, Michael Pretty, a.k.a. Michael Yeary, a.k.a. number 77. Yeah, he used to be our left tackle. And if anybody knows about football, like your left tackle is like the anchor. 
funny guy, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, smart guy. Smart guy. Oh, you know what? I, I expect nothing less. Every left tackle should be smarter, man. You gotta call you out. Have the, to. Yeah, you gotta you call make, out you make protections. All the calls. You make all the calls. Yeah, you make all the calls because you see the field the best, bro. Until you're Mike Geary and you say, I ain't calling shit. <laughs> well, until, like I said, fifth grade, six foot three. <laughs> yeah, he Funny was, guy, uh, though, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm happy that we've been able to have the, the quality of guests that we've been able, been able to have so far. Uh, you know what? Thanks to all the supporters out there, too, all the listeners. You know, joining us every Thursday night, baby Friday in the house. Get your weekend started properly. Yeah, shout out to my sister. She made it out again. I know um, it's like five weeks in a row. Did you, shout out. And I wonder if her other pod. She's starting a podcast too. Uh, Mike, Mike could probably be interested in that. Um, but I'll probably I'll, I'll link your podcast on my site too, Steph. Um, all the homies from SoundCloud, you know, some of the dopest producers that I think uh, are going around. Uh, not just SoundCloud. Like these motherfuckers really make some bangers. Uh, they got support. Um, cool DJ RKM. We're gonna have him. I believe we'll have him DJ for us DJ next week. Show. But but we had that issue right now where I'm like, ah oh, man, we gotta go back to the drawing board. Um, yeah, we gotta figure that out first. But that's what we're, we're trying gonna to get. We're, we're, we're trying gonna, to get him to essentially virtually DJ from his location through yeah, our location yeah. for and, and, for the audience. And I thought that we had. Remember, I told you when we we did the testing with Mike. I said, oh, shit, that's perfect. We'll start RKM next week. Yeah. Because you could just... But we'll find... We'll figure it out. I'll put my IT cap back on because, again, it's been pretty hectic over here. Not only that, I got like three or four job offers that I'm uh, considering right now. Um, I was hoping I didn't have any jobs so I could just go hard on the podcast and my website. But, you know, that's not the way life works. So... All right. But I'm definitely not giving up the podcast. Uh, I'll tell you that. It took too many years to get to this point just to... Yeah, we, we named the day a, a different name than what it is. So Baby yeah, Friday has changed the way things are, yeah. You have to raise that fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> you made that baby, yeah. you better fucking raise it. I ain't raising no grand, uh, flipper grandkids. And, oh, there's... RKM is talking shit about himself again. I can't wait. I, I'm going to get some... I'm going to get clips of you talking shit about yourself and, like, I'm going to scratch them. Yeah, it's not I'm even the shittiest DJ. You're, you're lying, bro. Doing it for all his yeah, life. Yeah, lying. Like you were, you were put on this earth to DJ. Like I don't know what to tell you. We're talking thirty plus years of doing it. Like yeah. get, get the fuck out. Yeah, he got a mixer at twelve. <laughs> I'm like jealous of that. Right. My mom's like a mixer. A, what the fuck is that? B, no. <laughs> hey, well, right, Mark, you were raised with set? rhythm, bro. No. Well, I'm white, bro. I was raised without rhythm. The stereotype is true in this case. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, I'm surprised you can rap at all, though. Like, oh, I know, it's because I could write, bro. That's what's good. Is I'm a poet. But the rapping side is like, mm. but how do you get the rhythm if you don't have rhythm? Like you, you hit our beats. I just fuck around with the words, the wordplay. I guess I fucking stutter somewhere. No, you know what? It's you're so you're so white and awkward that that is rhythm. You just don't know it, right? I'm uh, it's an offbeat. You're rhythm. Like RKM, I suck. No, you don't. It's just my rhythm, I guess. Right? I don't know what it is, man. I think <laughs> it's uh, your hippo ways. I don't know. I don't know. It it's scary. A, a bro. plethora of things. <laughs> Um, so I know that we're over in time, but as we said before, like we're just gonna go as long as we wish. Um, so we're gonna play one more song and then we'll sign out. We'll. Um
play is completely out, right? I can't put on the overalls and pretend to milk the cow, you know? My, my family here from Tennessee, I, was, I like to get in touch with my roots, you know what I'm saying? We like, like to take it back, you know, on an intimate level. Uh, I said I can't put on the, uh, the construction hat and pretend to drill. <laughs> we, can't, we, can't, we can't do none of that. She's like, figure that, brother. Don't, y'all don't judge me, because I've got like orange cones in the bedroom, and so sometimes I like to put up a sign and say, minute work, construction zone. Or if it gets real good, I put up a sign that says, caution wet floors. <laughs> I see there's some disappointed women in the, in the room. Yeah, don't take out your aggressions on me. So I work out a lot. And um, because I'm busy and what have you, I take showers at the gym, but that doesn't always go well. Y'all know, y'all know where I'm going with this? Y'all know where I'm going with this? So there's this dude in the gym, and he apparently wanted to get to know me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that is, that is inappropriate. So I'm just thinking, you know, I'm, I'm here for the washing. I ain't here for the watching, you know.
All right, there it is. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in again. Thanks to our guest. Michael Pretty is a great guest. Uh, I think he has a great future. Uh, yeah, definitely, man. I can't wait till he comes to town on tour. Yeah, that's going to be huge. It's going to be lit. <laughs> I might even check him out in Dallas sometime. Uh, we were supposed to meet up when I went to the Cowboys game, but my dad and my uncle were tripping, so we didn't get to do that. Um, so, all right, folks, again, thanks for checking us out. Uh, see you guys next week. Yep. We'll see you uh, next week. Same time, same place. We'll see if we do a clean-up show for you guys. Tomorrow. Check that out as well. All right, folks. Good Have a good night. And we're going to play one more song to play us out.